You gotta talk into the phone, bozo. <laughs> Vincent. Dearest Vincent, I know you don't know who I am, but believe me, I came halfway across whoa, the whoa, world. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got another six hours to pay the money back. And tell the claim brothers that harassing a man who's already in the slammer is beneath even them, all right? I don't know any claim brothers. I'm your brother, Julius. Huh? Come again? My name is Julius, and I'm your twin brother. Oh, obviously. The moment I sat down, I thought I was looking into a mirror. We are not identical twins. <gasps> oh, no? No. Well, I wouldn't be too sure, pal. I don't lie. I am your brother, and you must let me help you get out of here. You want to help me get out? Yes, right now. Well, money talks and bullshit walks. How can bullshit walk? That's slang, huh? Yeah. I'm fast company here. Hey, take a look over there. See that man? Pay him money. All right? They let me out. Okay? I'll be anything you want. Your aunt, your uncle, your sister, your cousin, your brother-in-law. Anything, all right? Okay. All right? I pay right now. You pay now. Okay, Vince. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go pay. Good. All right. Pay him. What is this? Candid camera? Welcome to the Cinema 9 Podcast. This is a very special episode, as we will talk about Twins. That's right. The movie Twins. Does it hold up or not? This is our Listener's Choice selection, as you are joined by Travis Roy, Eric Brancher, and Michael Govier for the 128th edition of the Cinema 9 Podcast. This was Christopher Deary's selection, so uh, shout out to Chris for making Twins the official listener selection choice today. Yay! Woohoo! Yippee! Very exciting time. Ah, there it is. Yeah, we're, we're behind there. Uh, Travis Roy, good evening to you. It is 7.15 Eastern Standard Time in the United States of America in the East Coast. And a good day to you, sir. Well, how, how are you doing? <laughs> it's 7.15. That's all I yeah. know right now. All right. Well, here we are. We're doing the thing that we always do on Wednesdays at 7.15 p.m. Eastern. Wednesdays at 7. I love the movie Twins, or do I? <laughs> Start okay. with a mystery. All right. That's right. We're building a mystery, Sarah McLaughlin style. You know, Sarah McLaughlin's I Will Remember You was our official class yeah. song for all three of us. Yeah, I'm a Katie Lang man. 
Yeah. Eric, how you doing? <laughs> Remember the Lilith Fair? We had Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, who else was at that thing? Uh, the uh, uh, Indigo Twins, uh, Indigo yeah. Sisters, Indigo Girls, Indigo uh, Girls, uh, Meredith like Brooks, maybe. Who knows? Sinead hangout, Sean, right? Sean Colvin. <laughs> Sean, not to be confused with Sean Mendez. For some reason, I think Sean Colvin is Sean Mendez. I keep making that mistake. Who's your favorite I Sean? Know. I don't know who either one of those people are, to be honest with you. <laughs> You know Shaw Colvin. She did that. What's that song she did, Eric? Come on. Sonny came home with Yeah, Sonny came home. Sonny came home. Oh, you'll know it. If we threw it on, you'd be like, well, that song, I remember it, but I don't care about it. That's probably true. Yeah. (laughs) Sonny came home. So many dumb songs. Wow. Sean Colvin. Yeah, you're really locked in on brother to brother, aren't you? I'm excited. Now for that twins montage later. I think I already know how you feel about twins. I think you're gonna love it. I just I get to feel the vibe already, man. You are just this is just tailor made for you. You love the vibe. Maybe, it's Danny DeVito. Maybe I'm just a Spinners fan, you know. <laughs> is that the Spinners? That's the Spinners. Eighties Spinners. That's hmm. the Spinners. I mean, I that's the Spinners up. in the eighties. Or was it from? A, it was a, for the soundtrack, I yeah, assume. For the soundtrack. Yeah, that's Spinners yeah. in the eighties. I didn't know they existed in the eighties. <laughs> I didn't know it was them until about five minutes before we started the show. <laughs> I love the spinners. Uh, you know, it's a shame. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's a wow. great jam. Wow. Also, the spinners were part of the Philadelphia Soul, the Teddy Pendergrass days. And I've been there. I've been on that road, Travis, where wow, Teddy I, Pendergrass's life changed forever. I didn't know I was, I was pulling your spinners string here. Yeah. Going. You know all kinds it's, of things about the spinners. A brief history of the spinners with Michael Govier. I don't talk about the spinners a lot, but when you, you pull know. that thread, there's something to pull there. But uh, yeah, when uh, me and Travis lived, when I lived with Tim briefly in Maniunk, it's right around the way there from where Teddy Prendergrass had his tragic accident. So, And I've been on that road. That's an intense road. I will say that. Uh, so. was, it, was it Roosevelt? I can't remember the name of the road. I could see it, though. It bends up. It goes upward into town out of the lower part of the valley away. So I don't know. it's quite a Eric, hill. Let's check it with Eric. We're Philly we're, talk. We're hogging the mic. Yeah. Radio button. for two. Hi guys. Up, what? People love Philly. Philly. Everything goes through Philly now. I've learned this oh, in my life. Sorry. I've really learned that for real. I where. It's an incredible city. You ever been there? No. Pats, Genos. That's all I know. I that's funny. You're just trying to fuck with us. I like that. I appreciate that. Uh, guys, we do have an email and you can email the show. Yeah. Oh, oh. cinnamon9pod at gmail.com. Gmail, not proton mail. And it's from one of our patrons, Sid. So, Sid. Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. How you doing, Hi. Sid? What's going on, my man? Hi, Sid. Hi, Sid. Hello, Sid. Sydney. People call you Sydney, Sid? Is that not allowed? Lizzie's in a box. Didn't watch the Queen. Uh, I don't think we need to celebrate Elizabeth II. Why should we ever? The fascination in this country, the United States, about this inbred German family that rules England is fucking insane. Wow, okay. Sid has got some commentary here. (laughs) Monarchs should get a fucking job. Do something for once in your life. This is okay. Wow. Uh, The funniest thing out of all the queen dying discourse is that Meghan Markle is actually older than all of the former grandchildren. Her husband, his brother, and his wife. I did not know that. True. That's a lot of a. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that at all. Wow. 
but everyone is so upset about people laughing at her death. I'm sure the Irish, Indians, Barbadians, and uh, everyone else who was colonized by that inbred family aren't fucking mourning. Well, this is yeah, mm. okay. It's got there's feelings. There's some truth to what he's saying. Sid, there's this thing called Twitter. You should uh, <laughs> get on it and vent your feelings. Yeah. Fuck monarchy <laughs> and fuck capitalism. At least the English Commonwealth figured out how to do the metric system in healthcare. All right. There you go. Love Sid. Thank does you, Sid. Does he like movies? Or? I, I think he does. I mean, he's a patron. <laughs> he's one of our patrons. So, Absolutely. Yeah, well, we appreciate that, Sid. I, I'm I'm guessing he didn't watch the Queen episode, or he didn't watch the Queen movie, or both. I think he watched he, the episode or listened to it, but he didn't watch the actual movie because he didn't okay. care to. Well, he had he, he has heated feelings about it. I I salute you, Sid, and your uh, how you feel is valid. I am indifferent personally. But, I mean, you know, I, I I'm not indifferent to colonization, but I mean, I'm not just uh, I just I, I just can't summon the will to care still about elizabeth ii in any direction or form <laughs> yeah there you go i think that sums up your opinion rather nicely and Apathy. that's why the queen didn't hold up for you last week um well there was other reasons too but we're not here <laughs> oh, to talk yes. about the queen we're here to talk about uh, the the kings uh, arnold and danny daddy <laughs> everybody down stop it <laughs> who is it daddy what does it do i gotta tell you it's fun to talk like arnold in a goofy way i'm never gonna deny that mm. i'll always enjoy that comedy for some reason arnold is just funny to me and he always will be so hey he's got a great sense of humor so i think he could appreciate that we also have a great sense of humor here yeah. cinnamon eyed pod we'd love your five-star review subscribe to the youtube channel and all those other things that people do when they connect with the show if you like what we do we got the patreon we got all kinds of stuff for you to do that we would love to connect with you so if you have not heard of us or you're hearing or seeing us for the very first time hello welcome to the show thanks <laughs> for being here hi and nice? thank you yes hello thank you for being here can i get you something yeah. <laughs> can we get everyone's opinion on the queen before we Fuck move on monarchies <laughs> <laughs> hey sid i like it man i'm with you dude party on i salute you brother all right uh travis let's get over to quarantine viewing picks what have you been watching over the last week <laughs> some movies you know what i will start uh with what wasn't horror which is one movie um not including twins animal kingdom from 2010 mike have you seen this movie i don't think so so i know you love to see ben mendelson play the scummiest of the scum but man i, do. I don't know <laughs> if he's ever played scum like Sing he plays scum in Animal Kingdom, which is saying a lot. It rivals like killing, killing them softly. softly? Wow. It it rivals I mean, he's he's a worse dude. He's not as gross in this, but he's worse. It's it's and there's you got um Joel Edgerton, you got uh Guy Pierce popping in, uh um, Jackie Weaver. This is a pretty this is a like a kind of a coming of age story within a criminal family from Australia. And it just kind of takes you to some places that uh, you're not really expecting necessarily for it to go. In some ways, it's like this tried and true kind of crime drama. In other ways, it's like, oh, oh, well, that's where I would most movies would end. And now it keeps going. Well, that's where most movies would end. And it keeps going. I definitely liked Animal Kingdom. It's worth checking out, mm. especially for the Mendelssohn fans out there, which I know you are. Who doesn't love some good old Ben Mendelssohn, man? That's He's right. a, a late bloomer in my life, but I'm glad to know him now. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, I've been a big fan of what I've seen uh, from Micah Monroe since It Follows mm. came out. I mm. really like villains. Mm. I like Tao. Mm. Uh, and I checked out Watcher. It's got her yeah. and also, uh, what's that? Burn Gorman, who, uh, if you're familiar with him, you know he's fucking creepy and awesome. Eric, did you watch this? No. How was it? Um, paint drying, but not in a bad way. Uh, it was it was slow. It was a slow burn. Um, you know, like there, it pays off in my opinion. But I could see some people being frustrated with it, wanting more like jump scares and that kind of thing. Dang. Um, definitely heavy rear window vibes, but mm. totally worth checking out. Yeah, I like, I'd watch Micah Monroe do laundry for several hours. You know, you say that often, and I never really comment one way or the other. But I, yeah, anything Micah Monroe, I have to admit, I'm I'm tuned in. I love her. Most people agree with that. Yeah, she's great. Um, I watched some horror movies, you know, I'd never seen Halloween four. I put up my Halloween Whoa. decorations and I figured it's time to put this one under the old belt. So I, I did it proper and watched, uh, Halloween four. God, I mean, I just, I, I was speaking of watching people do, do their laundry. I watched Donald Pleasance do his laundry either. So long as he's <laughs> narrating it, uh, cause I love his voice. Uh, anything with Donald Pleasance I'm, I'm, it makes me happy. Uh, <laughs> now I'm folding the laundry. He's evil. <laughs> anyway, uh, the South Korean horror film, The Closet, that came out uh, in 2020. Uh, I liked it. Some some kind of tried and true tropes here. But if you're into South Korean horror, you know, this is all right. <laughs> Dude, if you want some campy fucking shit, uh, check out Wishmaster from 1997. <laughs> I'd never seen this, but this is just the campiest of camp. It's 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 so funny. It doesn't mean to be necessarily, but man, I can't believe they made three more of these goddamn things after uh, the original. But I didn't hate it. I mean, it was it was okay for late night kind of shit. You know what I mean? Dumbest creature suit ever. (laughs) (laughs) Make your wish. That's not not even an exaggeration. Um. So I'm really excited. We're gonna have uh, a friend of a friend of mine from uh, the Ghost Story Guys podcast, uh, Brennan Store, on next week. And on his podcast, he's been talking up for some time this Sasquatch movie uh, from 2014 called Exists, which I've seen. I've come across the cover box or whatever, you know, like on the screen of this thing numerous times. And uh, I, you know, it's really hard to find a good Sasquatch movie um, now. Willow Creek is the ridge here. Um, this is, this is in a lot of ways uh, the follow like a perfect follow up to Willow Creek. Eric's distracted right now, and I know, but I know he'd be really into what I'm talking about. Um, but if you liked Willow Creek and felt like it was a slow burn up until the end of that, this is kind of like the sequel almost to Willow Creek, and that you see a lot of like what while Willow Creek is all built up, this is all what you're actually seeing but it's like otherwise the same exact fucking movie because you got obnoxious people in the woods uh <laughs> with found footage and and sasquatch but i i really liked it i liked yeah. exists it yeah, was fun i loved it eduardo sanchez yeah i meant to mention that eduardo sanchez uh one of the directors of blair woods project um to, so totally worth checking out eduardo yeah. sanchez <laughs> eduardo sanchez and those are the films pineapple express is that a movie? Uh, Where the fuck is Eduardo Sanchez? I swear to God, that's like in a movie. Sounds like yeah. we. I don't believe in God though either. I don't know why. That's not a strong commitment. So. Eh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I watched those movies. <laughs> he did. At the end. 
And uh, I still have a confused relationship with spirituality. Hmm. Well, at least you're not talking about death openly already. I got to tell you, though. Hey, I will say this. I pulled the string again. Bill Maher and Woody Harrelson, they were talking about, you know, death and extending life on their podcast last week. So I'm just saying we're in good company. They have a podcast together? Well, Bill Maher has his own podcast he started doing a few months ago where, yeah, he has like one person on so he can talk informally about non-political stuff. And Woody Harrelson came on and Woody Harrelson is just a delight. He's a wonderful man. Well, when I'm when I'm burning in hell, that's when I'll be listening to Bill Maher's podcast. <laughs> burning in hell! Wow, that yeah, sounds that like sounds... you you're in Luke hyperbolic territory right now. Wow, <laughs> that's impressive. Eric, what have you been watching? Yeah, Salem's Lot, 1979. I've watched this since when I was a kid. I used to be terrified of this movie when I was a kid, so I turned it on. I, I don't remember it being over three hours long, but it yeah. certainly is. It's a it's a made for TV movie um and that length is is out of control like the first hour they they don't explain anything that's going on like for the first hour my wife and i are like what the fuck is the plot what's happening like david soul of scarskin hutch fame comes to town and like i don't know like rents a room and like just james mason's wandering around like staring at him trying to open up an antique shop nothing happens for like an hour then it starts to get fucking eerie in a really good way, man. I, I thought it held up. I was creeped, genuinely creeped out for sure. Great atmosphere. Toby Hooper comes out strong. Uh, one of his final good efforts. Yeah, Doug Salem's lot, man. If it's been a while, go back. It's still very, very eerie. Not like straight scary, but like great atmosphere. Very eerie. Yeah, it's classic. Then I checked in with two like supposed horror classics that I just never got around to seeing. And these are heavy hitters, man. These are two like Leviathans, two like big horror icons that I, I'd never seen their films. Um, Phantasm. <laughs> What'd you like, think? I, I've been seeing this cover box all my life. There's like 20 of them. And like the old man's got like some dumb ball. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Who's the tall man? What What is going on here? so dumb hated it it was a piece of Dude, shit really i loved yeah. it oh, i, I loved it, it. i didn't stupid I, I like you i didn't see it until like last year or something and I, <laughs> as i'm watching it i'm like man there is really borrowing from stephen king but then i looked at the, like started looking i'm like well shit this came out before almost every book that stephen king wrote and i'm like mm-hmm. i bet stephen king is a huge phantasm fan i thought there was all kinds of stuff in there that really just i mean i felt very nostalgic but i guess strokes and folks yeah, I thought it sucked. Um, <laughs> and I watched Hellraiser. Like, I've been like, seeing Pinhead all my life. And I'm like, yeah. who the fuck is Pinhead? What is the deal with this guy? Like, what even is he? So I turned it on today. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it was it was solid. I was genuinely creeped out. Like, it, it's got a slow, it's got a rocky start. Like, the first yeah. 40 minutes is like bad tales from the crypt. <laughs> and then it, like, goes in, like, places I didn't think they could go in 1987 for a mainstream horror movie. Fucked up genuinely eerie incredible um creature effects some mm-hmm. really genuinely scary imagery oh yeah you don't see a lot uh yeah very weird I, I might check out the sequels i dug i dug hellraiser I like clive barker yeah I, I did the same thing i think I, I, both both of these were horror classics that i didn't get around to till like last year and i was like well shit i need to watch these sequels and i have not watched any of the hellraiser sequels sequels but i probably will watch the second one this halloween season cool bob man. barker clive barker is there a relation? No, there's no connection. Okay. No. no. Unless, well, Bob Barker has dabbled in some, like, uh, Cenobitic, uh, Satanic, uh, Sadomasochism that I don't know about. But uh, Ooh. Other than that, Ooh. we don't know sure. about Bob. Yeah. Um, 
that's it, man. That is it. That's those three horror movies, and that was it, man. Eric, did you did you get punched in the face, and that's why you're wearing sunglasses? Yeah, I'm taking a cue from Dan LaRusso. I don't want you guys to see my black <laughs> eye. I'm hiding it from my mother. Classic. Yeah, that's a classic move right there, is it not? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a karate kid move. I know that movie. Uh boy, I I just can't get a chance to watch any movies. I never get to watch movies anymore. It sucks. I really want to sit down and watch a movie. Maybe it'll happen again someday, but they're sporadic, and I'm just not getting the time. So I got nothing. I got nothing to share with you guys. I wish I had a dream that I could share with you. I had a dream. I dreamed a dream. Wait, is that for a movie or is that? No, I. Uh, I don't know. Why don't I you wish... watch one and tell us? Yeah. Little... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah. Instead, I'll just have to live through you guys. Live through right. this. Whole live <laughs> through this. <laughs> Ah. All right, uh, Cinnamon iPod loves you guys, so we're going to love you right back with the listener's choice. That's right. You picked it. Well, we, I mean, if you're, if you're Chris Deary, you picked it. <laughs> Chris Deary selected it, and then a random number generator actually chose it. But yeah. was that number generator inspired by God himself? I no. don't know. No. Oh, you could say that with... Clear authority. I'm impressed. I cannot. I can't say anything with clear authority. Uh, (laughs) Okay, fine. But, uh, yeah, we're doing twins. It's time to lock in on this movie from 1988. And, of course, it's directed by someone that, you know, we should be familiar with, right? Ivan Reitman? Yeah. Yeah. This this isn't our first Ivan Reitman, is it? Yeah, sure it is. I believe it is. Is it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it is. I just felt like we did one somewhere, but I I can't think of what it would be. So, yeah, sure. I'll roll with it. We've not. Hey, he's a good man. He died recently. It's sad. He we did. did. We did Jason Reitman. We did Young Adult, but we didn't do Ivan. Yeah. Ah, maybe that's what so I was what? thinking. Fair enough. Fair right. point. And since it's passing, the 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 making of triplets is that much less likely. But there's been talk of triplets for like, I don't know, 20 years or something. You didn't uh, know I did not know that. Fucking Eddie uh, Murphy was attached at one point, and then Tracy Morgan was supposedly attached <laughs> after that. And- <laughs> And then, and then Reitman died, and now it's all up in the air. Oh, oh! By the way, uh, I got to mention this because it's just so relevant to movie world. But you know, the Hugh Jackman announcement is very exciting. The video that they did oh, yeah. with it, yeah. oh, it's so funny. And you know, there's just something so unique about what Ryan Reynolds does. He just he puts something in the world that we don't have enough of, where people don't take themselves too seriously. And I love that. I really do. So I loved it. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm not surprised that it's happening. I kind of did not really believe it when uh, he hung up the claws after Logan, really. I didn't. You didn't. You know. no, I really believed really. it for some reason. I don't know why I did, but the way the movie went and the way it was such a badass film to go out on, I, I actually did buy it. It would have been cool if that would have been it. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I, I am excited about whatever they're doing. And oh, yeah. It, it, it's to see them two together after all of their shenanigans in real life. Uh, I feel like, I mean, because have they been in stuff together before? I feel like not really. Am I wrong? I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, other than the movie. Wolverine. Yeah, that's yeah, it. of course. Yeah. yeah that's, that's it. That's, yeah. yeah. No other, course, no rom-com but, together or anything, I don't think. So. Yeah. And that was like such a shit show anyway. So this oh, will be. God, this I remember be... going to see so much excitement to see oh. that at the theater. I was really excited for that movie. <laughs> I just it was like the look on my, I just, I mean, just that frozen look of like horror on your face as you watch the whole movie just. Like, is this fucking happening? Like, this is, yep. how can it be this bad? <laughs> Why? 
Hey. Yeah, it was. I remember I watched it with Jamie. We always we used to go for a few years there. We'd always hit midnight premieres. That was one of them. And it was like, God damn it. The fuck is this? So. Anyways, we don't have to suffer through that because we're doing twins. So. Yeah. Oh. Time's up, Vincent. Oh. Oh. Because I didn't feel a thing. No! I felt that. Oh, you gotta understand something, Benedict. I like my work. This is the most unfriendly act you're committing. I, mean, I don't know what the problem is, but I'm sure it can be resolved without resorting to violence. Okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You moved too soon. He did? Ooh, little chest pain. Had the first rule in a crisis situation. You negotiate first and you attack last. Well, you negotiate first and then you attack. You never negotiated. Nah. You don't know what kind of an enemy I am. Who are you? Oh, I'm Vincent's brother. We're twins. That's right. You're fired. You have no respect for logic. Okay. But he's got an axe. And I have no respect for those with no respect for logic. You're a very stupid person. You tell your brother he messes with me. He messes with my whole family. This is a movie that's 34 years old now. Holy cow. Yikes. Travis. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you saw Twins? No, I don't. I, I know I saw it when it was new. I probably saw it in theaters. It's a PG movie. It is. Uh, which, yeah, it's a puzzler. But <laughs> um, <laughs> it was the 80s, so I guess that's what happens. I mean, if they weren't just outright, like, murdering people. Well, no. That's, there's murder in this. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't really remember seeing it, but I definitely remember it, like, having a copy in the house and it being one of the ones that we watched a bunch as a kid and that kind of stuff. And probably watched it regularly from, like, 88 to 91 or so. And then and not again until last <laughs> night. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Look, I definitely, definitely can't wait to talk about this movie. So, Eric, you get to talk about it first. Tell us about that first time you saw it. It was last night. I've never seen Twins, so I was excited. I always love uh, when we do movies that I've never seen before. I I remember this poster. Remember the poster? Like, hey, Twins. Like, I never got around to it. Unbelievable. It's just... A shocking, shocking piece of information. It is shocking. shocking. It was PG, so I could have seen it, but it I was didn't. such a hit. Yeah, I mean, hit. okay, wow. Well, yeah. I definitely saw it somewhere around like when it was on VHS. It came out of VHS. I feel like my grandpa or my dad had a copy of it, and in, or else it was either on HBO there in like 1990 and it was playing mm-hmm. every day because I saw this movie a billion times over a two-year period again and again and again. So, uh, but I can't exactly pinpoint the moment it first hit my eyeballs and uh, I'll never get that chance back. You know, it's gone forever. It truly is. Time is a son of a bitch. (laughs) Time! 
Queens. <laughs> All right. What's the IMDb score, boys? You want to take a gander? I want to guess. I definitely want to play. Uh, I'm going to say 6.8. I saw it, Mike. What do you think? 6.8 is a rock solid score. It can't be a 7, I feel like. Uh, so, boy, I'd, just for the hell of it, I'll say 6.6. 6. 6. 6.1. Ooh. That's, that's, that's getting into uh, not beloved territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yep. That could be a tipped over bucket Check of popcorn. Check out Rotten Tomatoes, man. I think you guys will be surprised. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was... Uh, David Caruso? Did he ruin this? I'm not sure what it was. Uh, <laughs> he enriches everything he touches. What are you talking he about? He really does. You're right about that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Boy. 40, 42% from the critics. <laughs> wow. And a 39 from the audience. Way yeah. lower than the 6-1. I thought wow. this was a massive success. It really it was, was financially, it I believe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it probably made... I'm thinking now that perhaps, you know, because it was it was a novelty for Arnold to be doing a comedy at that point. Like he had done what kindergarten cop and after this, was, yeah. After kindergarten this, cop yeah. was after this? Yeah, so this it was, was ninety. The, so this was his first comedy. Mm -hmm. This was right after Predator, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. this was his first comedy then. So that that was the novelty of it, and that he was paired up with fucking Danny DeVito of all people. So I think people <laughs> actually like like rushed to theaters to see it, but maybe it didn't get like that. Um, cult status or like continued viewership that's necessary by the time the IMDb came to, to existence of the you know the the, the the shine was off the diamond it was the Ghostbusters guy Ivan Reitman I mean yeah so yeah. everything lines up yeah. in box office territory. The evolution guy that's right I love evolution man <laughs> hey, sometimes science stinks Nadine uh, look the critics are harsh Peter Travers way back when he worked for People Magazine. Yes, it does say wow. People Magazine. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, what a concept. Cast pumped up Arnold Schwarzenegger and pint-sized Danny DeVito <laughs> as twins separated at birth. Funny, huh? Sure is hilarious even for about five minutes. <laughs> but the 102 minutes remaining are a stretch for one singular joke. Damn, <laughs> that's that's one of the that's one of the best reviews we've ever had. I don't care if it's good or bad. That was that, that was good from Peter. Yeah, yeah, getting him credit. Yeah, Peter, Peter. Yeah. Uh, however, Gene Siskel, alive and well in 1988, said mm. Schwarzenegger is amusing as a fish out of water in a land full of sharks. Three out of four stars from Gene Siskel. He loves it. Okay. That was a big deal back then. Be on that sh on his show and and give it his seal of approval. E either one of them, him or or Eves, um, that yeah, would get, that would get meat in the seats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> meat in the meat. seats, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's surprised that's never been done before. Uh, we're going sure way that. back in time to the New York Times a long time ago. Janet Maslin, sure, cool. yeah, I've Jan heard of her. Oh, Janet Maslin said, "Twins is the sort of movie that seems to be made of styrofoam." It's instant. <laughs> it's instantly disposable, but it won't quickly disappear. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. they don't like it at all. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. And the other half of Siskel and Ebert. Ebert says it's an engaging entertainment with some big laughs and a sort of warm goofiness. Three out of four stars. They both loved it. Oh yeah, they they sent people in droves to this theater then. Yeah. Wow. 
uh yeah for for i mean that was the oprah uh book of the month club equivalent <laughs> at the time right i mean like yeah i guess that's a dated reference now too but still <laughs> it's still it, i get it i get what you're you saying. know what i'm saying i don't know if anybody I, listening does but i know you, they do I know you get know. a car and yeah everybody knows that stuff yeah, never does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways yeah that's pretty much it otherwise uh, a bunch of people it's older movie we didn't really get any like modern reviewers jumping in on twins except uh us wait a minute wait 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 I, one more i gotta do okay this is mike massell and apparently he's from gone with the twins that's what it so says he's a twins fan so twins maybe I no. mean, it's a it's, it's Gone probably, with the Wind reference with twins slipped in there. He probably um, made it up for the review because he's like not a real reviewer. <laughs> he's got a picture. I will say no. that not everybody has a picture. Well, Anyways, if you put a picture uh, on the internet, then yeah, yeah. If you put a profile <laughs> picture, that's you're you'd be surprised how ahead of so many other supposed reviewers and critics on oh, this maybe, supposed website. Maybe he works for Benedict Inc. Inc. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict. <laughs> Benedict, <laughs> which is what Benedict is the name of the bad guy in Last Action Hero. Yeah. I love are it. A, what a connection! Are you a henchman? <laughs> <laughs> Benedict. All right, Mike Massel says. By the way, uh, if anyone's offended by that, you're Belgian or I'm sorry, is Arnold oh, Belgian? Yeah, I don't even know what the f- uh, shit. See, look at that. Yeah. I don't even know. I went to a European market today, and I'm trying to learn more. So if I actually did that, just let me know. I mean, I didn't check that. I think I you're right. Check. I think you're absolutely right about that. Yes, okay. you're right because. Because Van Damme's the muscles from Brussels in Belgium. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, um, anyways, Mike Massel, Gone with the Twins, says, Like many comedies attempting to exist in the real world, the numerous predicaments are far too severe to be approached with even a touch of sincerity. Okay. Well, now we've heard it. There it is. There it Gone is. Gone with the Twins. Gone Whoop. with the Twins is spoken. So. Whoop. Gone with the twins. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's not just Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. We got Kelly Preston, mm-hmm. and of course we mentioned David Caruso. Uh, <laughs> I mean, another, we got another person, another beetroot. <laughs> we got beetroot up in this. <laughs> Who's beetroot? Beetroot. That's that's the that's the, the the cowboy type guy on the phone that he's trying to meet. That his oh. name is, the character's name is beetroot. B e e t r o o t. Beetroot. Beetroot McKinley, played by Trey Wilson. Yes, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, you got Kelly Preston and Bonnie Bartlett, who is the other girl, in my opinion. Uh, at least that was that's just my oh, yeah, growing up fine. experience as the you're twins, fine. a young twins viewer. I was like, oh, who's that? And I learned who Kelly Preston was. And then the other one, who was funnier. I thought Bonnie Bartlett was funnier, though. I will say that. Well, sure. Okay, well, that's true, right. guys. Thanks so much for coming in. The cinema- Okay, so, uh, boy, where do you want to go, guys? Uh, do you want to sing the song a little bit more, Brother to Brother? <laughs> I'd love to. It's a highlight of the film for me, is the Brother Literally. to Brother montage. Uh, it's certainly better than the Twins song at the end. I mean, that was oh, okay. That was, I mean, that was Little Richard. I thought that was going to be better, to be honest. I, uh, yeah. I love what Little the hell? It's not a great. It's not a great song. Um, nah. But uh, it's, no, it's no spinners. But I believe those are the only. No, there was also the Cowboy song was also written for the movie that they line danced to. Um, that was also written for the movie. There's a, so there's a whole soundtrack for twins out there. Check yeah, <laughs> dude, let's fire that. I wish we could play it right now, but we get kicked off of YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so what? <laughs> what is the most overused joke in this movie? 
The most overused joke? Overused. Yeah, the one that is just driven into the ground. I mean, it's just like nonstop. It's just, a, it's not funny. It, it, it's not funny to me at all. Oh, it's like, yeah, like like the whole, uh, like, the laws of, like, uh, what is it? Like, that aren't, like, Julius's, like, laws the of violence or whatever. Not, not yeah. funny. Not funny. Yeah, the sun's use it. Is that what you're talking about, Mike? Yeah. yeah. Well, that, but, and, like, fact, yes, Danny DeVito is shorter. And, uh, you know, oh, he's, like, well, yeah. leftover crap thing that gets, it's just like, okay, okay, all right, whatever. Yeah, so you're. Not resolved. It just gets. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I don't have a lot of notes on this, but like <laughs> my one of my biggest notes is that like while humorous and I smiled a lot, it's not that funny. It's, it certainly didn't make me like laugh out loud at any times. I th- for four writers, I think it could have used one more script polish because I wasn't really laughing out loud. Isn't it like an <gasps> hour and forty six minutes too? Hour no. fifty two. Oof! Is it that long? Yeah, it's what it says yeah. here on IMDb. Um, I, I, I laughed out loud when they meet in the, um, in the jail and he's like trying to talk to him through the thing. And like when he, when Arnold tells Danny DeVito that they're brothers and like, it's just, it's not the, it's not what they're saying. It's kind of like the look on Danny DeVito's face and like the look of sincerity on Arnold's face that made me laugh out loud. (laughs) I will say there wasn't another time during the film that I laughed out loud though. But I mean, I'm also not an eight year old anymore. Maybe this is really appealing to eight year olds. I don't know. <laughs> eight year olds, dude. Eight-year-olds. Uh, by the way, I mixed it up earlier. I, when I meant Chloe Webb, I said Bonnie Bartlett. That was my fault. Sorry. Oh, Chloe okay. Webb is She's the, the mom, I think. Yeah. 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 Bonnie Bartlett's the mama. Mama Benedict. Mama Benedict. Dude, grown men oh, saying mama. mama will never mama. not be weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, See, mama. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you're, you're just weirded yeah. me out. Very weird. It's so funny. Yep. It's hilarious. I actually said it today. I got out of the car. I was with uh, my boss, and he was. What? I you actually just said saying it. Mama? Oh, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. But he, someone said, said like I was talking about his mama, and I realized I said mama, and I never say mama, and I'm like, mama. why am I saying mama now? What the uh-huh. hell? I, I thought you never call like, my. Ma- I thought you were saying yeah. like you said like Danny DeVito in the movie, mama. Well, <laughs> that crossed my mind too. It was a weird. <laughs> It was just a strange series of events. All of a sudden, okay. Mama cross references galore. But no, don't call your mother Mama when you're 40 yeah. years old. Also, throw Mama like, from the train is cool, that's, but exactly, that's it. Like, Mama. Is that that's what it, like that's what I when he says yeah. when he says Mama of all people, you know, get, get clumsy poop, and that's obviously what Ellen! I'm going to do. Yeah, poops. Edwin. Yeah, the Mama's a problem. Oh my god, I love doing that. I can do that for hours. Okay, uh, I won't. tune in, folks. Tune in. This reminded me of uh, Toka from Secret of the Used, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two. Oh, like, oh yeah. Wow. So none. Of, so we all noticed that that was weird. Yeah. Yes. I was ready to cry again, <laughs> but then I was like, "Oh fuck, come on, let's get another take." You were ready to cry at the end of Twins. Yeah, I was Maybe touched until he said, "Mama." Invested in Twins. Were you yeah. were you ready to cry when Arnold put the car on sideways and was like going down the street? Uh, oh my god! I was, ready to turn it, I was ready to turn it off and say I watched the whole thing. <laughs> uh, but no, I did actually cry at one other point. I literally teared up and a did tear you? fell what, down what my was cheek. He, what was the other point? Actual when, tears? No, yeah, an actual tear. No, an actual tear fell down my cheek. Yeah, um, we really got that in the text thread. We just know. Well, it's one of the things about this movie that I I do like. They don't spend too much time with kind of like an antagonistic polarity that's negative between the two. Like they kind of become friends sooner rather than later, which I like. 
And when Arnold tells him about like what it could be like to have a family and like and Vincent is like listening to him and then he gives him that hug, I thought that was so sweet. Huh. All right. Yeah, there's, there's some sweet moments in the movie. I'm not gonna disagree with that. <laughs> I mean there is. is. There? You Wait, got one? I, I yeah, you know, um I, I well, I don't know if I can name an exact moment, but I did like how throughout the course of the especially the beginning, mm-hmm. where it's like Vincent is like being his normal opportunistic self and thinking to himself, this is someone I can cheat and take easy advantage of. Mm-hmm. And there's never really a moment where Vincent's like, you know what? I, be- I believe you. I am. We are brothers. There's no moment where he just really says that. It's a kind <laughs> of a gradual thing where he goes from like uh, driving off to opening the, you know, to telling, uh, telling Julius to get into the car. And then it kind of like, you know, continues a pace where he's ready to take off and leave Julius at one point. But, you know, it's it's kind of gradual that the Vin, I mean, in a lot of ways, it feels like Vincent's the the protagonist, and then and that Julius is the antagonist in this film because he's sure. the one bringing real change. Although I guess Julius goes through change too because this is forty year old virgin before there was forty year old virgin. That's true. Yeah. Or like um, big esque. I mean, big came out the same year. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. strange. But he these are literally he's literally playing like a 40-year-old man who's losing his virginity in the movie. So <laughs> man, that face when he's busted a nut is so ridiculous. That was pretty that funny. Too. So funny. I do he, think like, I laughed clearly, a lot face. Yeah, clearly his life had changed. <laughs> so nobody uh loves Arnold's earnestness in this movie. I love I I I loved Arnold in this. I think he's like I wasn't laughing out loud because I thought the script needed more 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 punch, but I think he's a great comedian. This is one of the funniest I've ever well, this is the most impressed I've seen with his ability to deliver comedic lines. Like he pulls off the fish out of water. He pulls off the naivety and like the boyishness. I, I just found him really enjoyable to watch. And coming right off like Raw Deal and all of those insane action movies, it was a big leap of faith to jump into this movie. And it paid off. He's just as funny as DeVito. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, I got no beef with Arnold's performance. Arnold does what he does. This is him. And it's entertaining enough to see him. He, it's just like the jokes are so lame. It's not his fault necessarily because he's dealing with the script. And Mm -hmm. I actually, though, he's really in control. I mean, Arnold's getting huge power at this point. So who knows how much influence Arnold had on the script, I will say. Yeah, this is this is very much uh, charisma driven. This whole film, this this thing is, hey, let let's get these two total opposite guys, jam them together, and just see what happens. Because all of the plot feels so secondary. I'm like, what? There's like a fucking hitman, PG, PG assassinations. Like, it's like, what is even happening? Like, this is this doesn't even seem appropriate yeah. to what's happening with with the overall vibe of the film in a lot of ways. It seems like it was shoehorned in there, but. <laughs> But because really what you're watching is you're just watching these two guys do their thing. And and they're <laughs> and, and, and we it's it's different at the time because we we would have been used to seeing Arnold not ham it up quite so much and be so sincere and that kind of stuff. So it would have been kind of jarring at the time. But knowing who he is and what he's like now, it's it's not. And, you know, I mean, at this point, Danny DeVito has gone like full Frank and he's like taking pictures of his feet on Twitter and shit. So he's so he's always <laughs> been ready to play the guy that's like. 
Oh my God. He's in the characters introduced. He's walking down the street, shaving. He's checking out a woman. He throws parking tickets away as he hops into his red convertible. <laughs> it's the most 1980s thing I've ever seen in my life. He's got a ponytail. So 80s. <laughs> so 80s. Yeah. He's having a ball, man. He's just playing. He's hamming it up. He's business coke hamming it up. He's loving it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It me of Dumb and Dumber because you've got like a funny uh two-hander road movie but also that dumb plot about like the money and like these dangerous <laughs> people that one works a little better even though it's like who cares during those parts uh but for this i i almost would have preferred to just be a standard road movie of those guys getting to know each other more uh and less of this bullshit but just for pg it's just not hard enough is there yeah. almost some weekend at bernie's in this movie though like there is i mean not the dead guy himself but like all the other the hitman stuff and the goofiness. There's some weekend of Bernie's in twins, and I noticed it a, a few times with the vibe of this film. As you said, Travis, who cares what's going on in the movie? Let's just have hijinks with hey, disparity collides. Hey, two big name actors. We hey, eye candy. Uh, all right, can we have our money now? <laughs> yeah, this is just like zaniness ensues, and they're they're kind of like, eh, let's just we'll throw all this stuff in and see what happens. But it's like when I when I sat down to watch this movie, and it, admittedly, it had been a long time since I've seen it. Like once the dude from Total Recall shows up in the film, I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, like, what is happening right now? I don't remember any of this. I had completely forgotten all of this stuff. It makes me think. I'm I'm listening to this other podcast right now talking about how the original version of Goodwill Hunting was supposed to have all this NSA espionage spy stuff in it that got cut out. It makes me feel like that. Like this was the stuff that that was that should have gotten cut out of Twins, and somehow it just didn't. Yeah, they may have mm. been trying to uh, um, placate the audience that came there for Arnold to at least, you know, punch somebody or do some kind of action. <laughs> you could punch have somebody. You could still, have, but they already had the collectors chasing them. Maury Chaikin and the two guys with the feet. Mm -hmm. they, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like that—that that would have been enough. That—that would, sure. would have been fine. It would have been kind yeah. of in keeping with the sleaziness of the character. The whole bit about the five million dollars and engine, root, the stupid root beat, engine, root or whatever his name is, the engine, the <laughs> dumb. Engine. Yeah, <laughs> it's so extra for a movie yeah. that really needed to be. I'm, like I'm sitting down last night, being like, "This is gonna be 88 minutes. This is gonna be great." Yeah, and I'm starting it up. Like, oh no, oh yeah. no, I'm gonna, I gotta stay up to almost 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a bummer. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Ten o'clock. Jesus. Poor bastard. So yeah. sorry. Tough world. Yeah. Hey, it happens. Yeah. Uh, but hey, at least the soundtrack kicks ass. Brother to brother. Oh, yeah. This score, the dumb, the, such a dumb '80s comedy score. <laughs> Randy Adelman, the dumbest noises, the the yeah. stupidest, like oh, Mickey bad. Mousing on the soundtrack, so stupid. Mm. Can we can we talk about the setup for this movie here briefly though? Because <laughs> please, so Julius is somehow whisked away from his mother and put in the hands of this dude who raises him on an island that is 27 miles away from the nearest airport, and they only have, like, a paddle boat or some shit. And this guy raises him to be 40 years old before he tells him, hey, you've got a twin brother. So isn't this guy the villain? <laughs> what the fuck yeah. else does he know? Because he, he just, I mean, doesn't he, didn't he not steal this child? 
I mean, it doesn't make. Does he know about the mother still being alive? Like, how does like how does you how do you excuse all this? We're introduced mm-hmm. to this like old man. And it's all like storybook narration and all this yeah. shit going on, but it doesn't make any sense for him. Like, you know, it doesn't give any reason why he's just now suddenly. Do, I have a brother. Like, that's it. Like, we don't get an explanation for why that's happening. So I mean, just, let, let's so, be serious. Like this, this the guy who you're talking about is. He's fucking Mengala. Like this is an island of Nazis trying to create <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyed superhumans. Oh, yeah, it's Joseph Mengala. You're right. It literally is Mengala. Oh. And <laughs> I, I mean, there's that. Oh, and then there's the right. fact that, like, why wouldn't they keep Vincent if this is supposed to be an experiment and you want like independent variables? Why wouldn't you keep him to like s- see how they play a d- all of that? Use that as part of your your studies. What the fuck is this? It's almost <laughs> as if it's just a, a hastily constructed premise to justify putting these two people in a movie. <laughs> but it gets away with it because, yeah, it is kind of just like a harmless, oh, look, we know this is stupid storybook kind of exposition first yeah. three minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this... half hour more to kill here, guys. <laughs> yeah, do, we have to, do we have to? I mean, we don't have to. I mean, Jesus. I mean, look. Uh... It's a movie that's lighthearted and silly. It tries to give you some heart because that's what they do. They try to manipulate you. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. What can we say about uh, Kelly Preston and her co mm. her cohort? What about these two yeah. women? They're in the movie a fair amount. Are, are they more than just uh, tools to the script or what? <laughs> They're nothing. They're nothing. Kelly Preston is drop-dead gorgeous, does nothing but be hot for the entire film. The other girl's funny. You know, she she has something going on with her. She's uh, she's been a, a conflict for Vincent, but the, the other one just like is hot. That's it. <laughs> Chloe Webb is she's so her character is so put upon. You know, she just like puts up with whatever. She's she's yeah. so subservient to this. There's a dude who's clearly older than her, shorter than her, less attractive than her, less money than her. You know, there's like all this stuff where I'm like, you could do so much better, whatever your character's name is. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. it's hard to feel too attached to her because it's like she's getting shit on by this guy throughout the whole movie until he shows up at the end with a bunch of roses. And it's like, well, this was breaking and entering. But <laughs> <laughs> as for... Uh, Kelly Preston, uh, yes, of course, she's gorgeous in the film. She 100% creeps on Julius, tries to catch him naked in the shower. That's That was a little weird. It was a weird scene, right? Like, it's weird. Um, she's 100% doing that. But, uh, yeah, you know, she, she hates on Vincent, meets his brother, and then immediately is bringing him a birthday cake. And she, she's just, like, is very into, which I guess I don't, can't blame her. I mean, he's a, he's a specimen, Julius. True. But yeah, I would not say there's a ton of character development or anything for her beyond fucking Arnold. And yeah, yeah, that's it. There's, like I said, she's just a tool in the script, and that's too bad because she'd already done some roles before this where she'd done some good work. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the one I like, but she's it's in the '60s, based in the '60s. Uh, but anyways, point being, she's a talented actress, Shag? and she's in Shag. Is that is that the one I'm thinking of with Bridget Fonda and uh, Annabeth Gish? Is that what we're talking about? No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. So, anyways, anyway. point being is that uh, this movie did make a ton of money too, though. So mm-hmm. people did love it, and they made more money on this 
because apparently there wasn't a lot of faith in it because Arnold did do his first comedy, but they got like the back end rights on this stuff. And Arnold made more on this than he made on others, some of his biggest movies. So this movie loaded and made a shitload of money for everybody who was involved with it. So financially, yes, it was a huge success. And a lot of people went to see it. That's what a financial success yeah, is. That it yeah. got a lot of eyeballs on it. And with the VHS sales afterwards and yada, yada, yada. It, yeah, it was, a, it was a huge hit in that respect. But with the eyes we have now in mm-hmm. the 2022 and what we've looked at with Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb as at least a gauge for what people think of it, it's... Yeah, it, it's one of those movies that was an empty void in the end. Like it had like it had mm-hmm. a lot of big names and a lot of lights on it, and it <laughs> looks shiny and fun. You're like, oh, I love a good fireworks finale. But you know, you don't really think about a fireworks finale two weeks later. You're like, oh yeah, remember that? Anyways, <laughs> yeah, we went. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I really wonder if Reitman hadn't passed mm. uh, and triplets happened. I bet it's. I bet it'd be. I bet it would be huge. I bet, mm-hmm. if, you know, if, if these guys were teen, people would not necessarily go back to rewatch Twins. Some would. But a whole bunch of people would just go to the theater the same way they did to, for, like, coming to America, I guess. <laughs> similar kind of things that show up, you know, 40 years after the fucking original. These two guys are more beloved than ever. They are. People yeah. love DeVito because of It's Always Sunny. He's got a whole new audience, and Arnold is... Uh, people just love him. They all Dude, love him. He if they made it, him. I would be there. I would. I would go see it. I would. I, I don't know. I don't know if I go in theaters necessarily. I would. I would, I would see totally if they could do it, it better. I would go see it. You're right. I would, I would, oh, probably, maybe uh, turn the corner here. Yeah. Okay. So Ivan Reitman, he's he's coming off Monsters, Stripes, uh, Ghostbusters, this, and then Ghostbusters two. Where where was he in the '90s up up until Evolution? Uh. Uh, off the top of my head, he kind of uh, dipped out for a while. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, I was addicted to cocaine. I don't know that's, that's true. I, I think it was one movie he made in the 90s. He, well, he probably was raising his son. Oh, maybe right. he did raise his son. Right. Or his daughter. He's got a daughter. He had a daughter, I'm pretty sure, as well. He's probably, he was probably, he was probably family time. That, you know, a lot yeah. of celebrities or, you know, people that are in the arts can, will do that. They make their uh, He money did and... produce private parts. He also produced Space Jam. He produced yeah, I mean, a lot of shit, actually. Yeah, so. you're right. Yeah, and he started Junior, produ- Beethoven second, Dave? Yeah. Dave, man, he did Dave. There, we that, forgot Dave. Oh, of course, Dave. That's yeah. that's an obvious one. We should have remembered Dave. We should have, yep. Yeah. He does, like, he does, in, like, interesting visual things. Like, I love all the stuff, like, when they're uh, simpatico with their movements and their gestures and stuff. That stuff's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. But I gotta say, I think Reitman's the problem with this movie. You brought up Coming to America, the sequel, the inferior sequel. But if you give this concept to someone like John Landis in the 80s, make it rated R, and have him and his team kind of punch up this script, I think you got something right up there with like trading places but reitman like basically like neutered it sterilized it uh into just pg kind of nothing on my opinion funny silly but just like there i don't know when this came out but i'm gonna bet money it was in the summer and that they were shooting for a family comedy that would would get a bunch of people to come out and see it and uh i think that they were trying to go as broad as possible with this one there's a list. Sometimes there's these IMDb lists on the side of the uh, website, yeah. and I don't always click them. There was one that says Masters of Junk, and it had a picture of J.J. Abrams' face, 
as the lead into it. And I was like, wait, why is this on the screen for twins? And then I see that Ivan Reitman's number 10 on the list of masters of junk. I was like, oh, man. That's that's, rough. Yeah, that's too rough. I mean, come on. There's so many great movies he did, funny movies. So I think it's harsh, a little over the top. But I did laugh. It's just this picture of J.J. Abrams, and I do think that J.J. Abrams is kind of junky. So I think the, uh, the, the society's collectively turned on J.J. It's funny. Uh-huh. I always, <laughs> hey, I like regarding Henry still. I'll give you that, J.J. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or when yeah. you were uh, Take or whatever you that. were. Ritz. Back th- yeah. Before he was J.J. Baybacks. He was just... Yeah, yell, yell products. I'm gonna yell products from, from regarding Henry. <laughs> uh, look, uh, Reitman was able to turn twins into just a. I mean, he with Ghostbusters and twins in tow. He's a, a fucking gash cow. So yes, he went on fire from there doing Ghostbusters two. Of course, they had to get the band back yeah. together. Uh, mm. Stop or my mom will shoot. Don't forget that one. That's I mean, that was, uh, oh, that Reitman's not good. Yeah, well, he produced it, but he did uh, follow up this one by directing. Kindergarten cop, as you said. So they got oh. back together on this one. Okay. And that's interesting. So I think yeah. Reitman, maybe uh, maybe they didn't give a shit. Maybe Reitman's like, I thought Twins was funny. You guys are all just being a little <laughs> uptight. Let's do this again because Kindergarten Cop is, uh, we haven't done that one, but maybe that's funnier. I, I know I preferred it growing up. I don't. I don't want to say how I feel about it now in case you bring it to the table, I guess. But oh. I watched it a couple years ago. I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. Man, where were you on these classic really comedies from Arnold in, in, his, in his prime? really don't, I don't know. know. Maybe they saw... Remember, wow. he can't watch R-rated films, but, but even though R-rated, these aren't R-rated, they're not, but they have Arnold, who's known for R-rated films. So maybe there was a... Hey, no. Yeah, but eventually you turned 25 and were able to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, uh, Russo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Red hair? Yeah, I, I mean, Deary, I'm try- Deary, we're trying to cover everything we can here. I, I don't know what else I can say. Aquavelva? <laughs> Aquavelva! Yeah. Okay, so I, I, I like the characters quite a bit in that they have interesting obstacles to overcome. Um, Vincent, most especially because he's this orphan and he just thinks his, he's he's okay with how he's uh, with himself. He has pretty good self-worth uh, until he finds out this, you know, this big secret. I just, I said it before, I, I don't really think that this is resolved that well. Like he, he's glad that like he, he has Julius in his life, but like, do we really see him come to terms with the fact that he is like physically internally inferior to Julius. It just seems like I need a little bit more there. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I mean, it's similarly, there's this whole thing going through the movie where they're, they eat the same. They seem to like sense each other and this kind of stuff. And they're trying to, trying to get at that twin psychic vibe, but it's really half baked and they, they reference it like they reference it like three or four times. But for instance, towards the end, it's supposed to be a big moment where he's like, I, I felt you, but it's like, no, you very clearly heard him speak. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you like they, the way that they edited it, it was, you heard him speak. So there, it's just, it was just kind of weird that they were, it's like they wanted to put that stuff in there, but they didn't want to lean too much into it or something. It felt half baked. They should have returned to the Island. Ivan Reitman sat in on, yeah, they should. You're right. Ivan Reitman sat in on test screenings to figure out what to change. That doesn't sound good either, if that's true. Well, I mean, test screenings are normal in Hollywood. Common. 
Yeah, but how much worse could the test screenings have been to that? This is what we ended up with. Think about that. I'll tell that. you what. So. I, I noticed a lot of ADR punched in jokes, right? <laughs> a, lot, yeah. a lot of dudes with their backs turned making yeah. jokes. There's right? a point where Vincent's walking back to his car and like he says a full line and his mouth does not even move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he's when he's and that time you actually see his face. Mm-hmm. His, face yep. his whole face is on screen and very clearly he's not saying what he's saying. <laughs> I caught that too. Problem. And there's like one dude drinking Pepto Bismol. He turns around and like, oh, you got stomach problems? It's like, no, this is so obviously all just punch up jokes. That's yeah. Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, he did a uh, red heat the same year, by the way, Schwarzenegger right. did. And uh, he plays a different role in that one, but and then he took a little a break similarity from the because place, I guess. I mean, what 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 did I mean? Dude, total well, recall. He did, and, uh, yeah, he did sci-fi yeah, and yeah. Yeah, comedy. You're right. Yeah, kind of. So, right. yeah, total total recalls pretty actiony. It's pretty actiony, but still, it's more cerebral than a lot of that stuff. It seems like he kind oh, of. Yeah. I mean, he certainly whatever twins did for uh, in, in the, the box office or since, it seemed to have catapulted his career in a direction that it needed to go or else he would have probably petered out the way that you know like jcvd kind of did kind of see junior. Did. No, no no hate on jcvd yeah i've seen when they reach junior. Junior. junior i never saw that either dude it is wretched. never saw that it's not I mean, good it's not <laughs> a good movie and that was a big team up yeah. because of these two and i don't remember who good. did that one i feel like it was christopher columbus or Sounds right. yeah. uh and it and it really had like you know those kind, even if it wasn't Chris Columbus, it very much had those kind of yeah. vibes. And oof, yeah, yeah Junior, not, not great. Junior. Although I Junior? can't pretend that I hate seeing. I mean, if Devito and Schwarzenegger got back together now, I'd be thrilled. Despite the both, yeah, yeah, yeah. We already covered that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess <laughs> it's time to see if it holds up, right? I mean, we're, we're, we've we've beaten the horse. We've squeezed the the orange for all the juice we can get. This, I mean, uh, uh, we, sometimes it's not you. You mine everything you can. I, I you know. Well, let's we not try. forget. Mike, really Mike didn't have, watch anything over the, the past weeks, and he usually goes on for a little bit too. So that's true. We're running short okay. on time. All right, that's, yeah, that's true. All right, okay. Fair blame enough. Mike. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll take responsibility for this, Chris. I apologize mm-hmm. if you feel cheated in any way. I'll take the blame. <laughs> so who's going first? Uh, I'll go. I'm ready. Uh, right. Twins is vapid and stupid, <laughs> but it's funny and dumb. I like to laugh. It, it reminds me of my childhood for sure, so there's a lot of nostalgia factor for me, even though it is a pointless drivel of a mess. But, uh, you know, there's a fine line there. It's cheesy. Uh, it's really of its time. I mean, we didn't mention that. Was there anything in this movie where you're like, wow, I can't believe that? We just went down. Brother you know, to brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. So, um, in terms of it being like crass as hell, I don't. Oh, it's just yeah, you know, no yeah. f slurs, no r slurs. That was kind of nice oh, no, for a no. movie from the era. I mean, again, you are seeing people getting shot point blank. The, the guy like begs for his life off screen and stuff I'm like this. You know, but it was the eighties. Um, yeah, yeah, there really wasn't a, that kind of cringy stuff that I recall. I mean. I've seen better treatment of women and that kind of stuff, but it, you know, it's it's not terrible. Butt grabs on the dance floor supposed to be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that kind of, that kind of thing. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything that came to mind. If you guys do, let us know. Email the show. Send them at iPod at gmail.com. Anyways, you know, in the end, it's uh, it's a nice dalliance, and I'm sure Chris doesn't take this movie seriously. I know him, and I have an idea of who he is, and uh, I'm sure he just want to have some fun and do you have a podcast a with silly him? Jokes. Any chance? Yeah, we did. We might. Yeah, we might do that once in a while. Together. You should mention that's true. That you, Maybe that you have a podcast with this person. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. Yeah, me and Chris do the Palazzo podcast together. It's yeah. fun. It's a Plug good it. time. And we talk. Sometimes we'll get a movie comment in there. Well, never know where the conversation goes. But in the end, yeah, you know, Chris, uh, I'm glad we did Listener's Choice. I love doing it because it also gets some movies off the list that maybe we wouldn't get to or think of. And Twins is a good call. This is a movie that we should look at and identify and make a determination on. And my determination is that it doesn't hold up for me. It's just, you know, it's uh, it's silly and dumb, but I couldn't <laughs> recommend it to anybody. Like, I might have a few nostalgic moments watching it, but I just couldn't, in good faith, be like, "Hey, you gotta see Twins." I just would never say that. <laughs> did nah. you did you shed any tears watching it? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I've I know the movie. Yeah, it's just like too too well worn territory for me. Uh, so. All right. Uh, Eric, you want to go? You want me to go? I had never seen it. So I'm coming in here in 2022 and I'm looking at a movie from, from 88, um, that just did not, it didn't deliver for me, man. We've got four writers and I think they're like from Cambridge university. So there's these hot shot Hollywood writers and they just did not bring the laughs in the script for me, man. This needed to be punched up more. I'll say it again. This should have been an R-rated comedy so that could have been a little edgier. And Ivan Reitman is, is known for edgy, kind of raunchy stuff from Stripes and even like harder stuff for even four kids and Ghostbusters. Here, it's like sitcom hijinks and, and buffoonery. Not funny enough, man. I, I think we've got a lot of... Um, Man, you used the word before. I really want to nail this this adjective. Um, I think we've got a very effective performances here from our leads, and I liked watching them. Um, I just I just wish the the script was a little better. Um, I like the earnestness of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's he's a fantastic comedian in my book. He will always be funny, and in this, he just put he put a smile on my face. But I wanted to be laughing. Uh, the whole subplots is is trash, and. Um, yeah, if I, I I would not recommend this to anyone nowadays. Like if it's on, sure, don't search for the remote. But it's just it's it doesn't hold up for me, man. Not enough. Not good enough. All right. You know, it was all as as many times as I saw this as a kid. It was almost like seeing it for the first time, or like reliving a dream, or something like that. Because it, I I was so young when I saw it, and it had been so long since I've seen it. Now, if I had thrown this on late one Saturday night when I was melted halfway into the couch and uh, just kind of had my phone out and was playing around with that, not paying too much attention, I probably would have been like, ah, twins. <laughs> yeah, twins. <laughs> uh, poised with a pen and paper mm. and like uh, looking for anything that was interesting that was happening in this film made it into kind of a chore. I thoroughly appreciate Chris and everybody who took the time to send in recommendations for listeners choice. I also like the anxiety and the kind of the, the fun of listeners choice. Cause we don't know what's going to happen. I kind of like losing the control a, a little bit. Uh, there are other movies that it could have been that I'm really glad I didn't have to sit through, 
that said, when the movie ended, I was like, oof, that wasn't good. Uh, it does not hold up. Sorry, twins. Oh. Sorry, twins. I mean, it has its moments. It does have its moments. But, sure. it, it, yeah, it's not something that I would hurry. I, I'll wait another 36 years or whatever to watch it again. Yeah. I mean, star power can only take you so far sometimes. And I'm not... I'm just not as big on star power. It doesn't mean everything to me. I like a quality movie. We're all three of us kind of like that. I mean, I'm sure we appreciate some people for their careers, but we like everybody else who works on the movie too, not just the two biggest yeah. actors in it. I mean, we can be dazzled, but overall, you know, sure. we need some substance. Yeah, I mean, come on. MCU shit can dazzle everybody. I get it. Mama. Um, <laughs> Mama. Coca. Mama. Mama. Yeah, well, we'll not, the mama. not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. Okay. All right. All right. Had their Graham as the Nazi victim? Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, and, uh, yes, it's Catherine Reitman. It's who plays Maureen Ponderosa on It's Always Sunny with Danny DeVito. Coincidence? Oh, I don't no. think so. I don't either. Wow. I don't think so. Remember Ponderosa, yeah. the restaurant? Hell yeah. <laughs> you never came up there when we all worked there? No. I think I went really? to pick you guys up there a couple times, but I never ate there. Are you kidding? You worked there. I'm not going to eat that shit. Great salad bar. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> we were teenagers. You were. You guys were not like, hey, I really care about the quality of the work that I'm doing and the food that people are putting <laughs> in their body. You're like 17 years old. I would be lucky I if these... like, that thing get dragged yeah. across the floor before it ended up on a sandwich. Sure. That's a great call, Eric. I'm so glad you brought that up. I love these. Like, We would invade these places with like five of us who would work there all of a sudden. And it's just awful. And yeah, Laskowski stocked a buffet. He said it was trash. He worked kitchen. there too. God, yeah, I don't remember yeah. Laskowski working there. I know me, uh, me and Liberty and Harview, and we're all there for a minute. It was dumb. It was so dumb. And what do we do? <laughs> the, the grocery store, like Food Town, or the movie store, uh, Blockbuster. We just like locusts yeah. descend on some local business. Oh, I got this friend. You, you, you need you need a new employee. I've got this buddy looking for work. Oh yeah, he's a really good guy. Employees <laughs> in the well. It's gotta yeah. We did that at Arby's too. It's gotta happen. That's probably something everybody does. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what you do. Hey, you got a friend, especially in today's climate where. Nobody can hire anybody. Shit, you could get your whole like basketball team hired somewhere mm -hmm. if you needed to easily. Teenage, teenage fast food nepotism. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great emo band. I love that. That should have been an emo band. An album, yeah. maybe. So, yeah. uh, next week, as I said earlier in the show, excited to say that. Uh, the ghost story guy's own Brennan store is going to be on the podcast. He's so excited to come on as a guest. He has another show that he does called weird together where he gets to talk about horror movies. Some, but he's so excited to come on and talk about uh, the film with us that he's going to do that. He actually tweeted about it and I retweeted it. Did you guys see what movie he selected? Okay. Well then it will be a surprise to you because he has chosen 1993's cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're going from Arnold to Sly with Cliffhanger. So, hey, yeah, rivals from the eighties. I haven't. Right. I don't think I've seen it since yeah, probably ninety three, ninety four. It's been a long time. John so, Lithgow. I had completely I forgotten that. Wow, the bad guy. retreat. I watched this last year. I, I have remember. a lot to say about it on the show. So I remember. Yeah, I'm gonna take another look. <laughs> I think maybe I saw it once. I mean, I played the Sega Genesis video game cliffhanger. Hell too. yeah, man! Was there a cliff yeah. like based on the movie? Oh yeah, yeah. it was a big hit, big enough for a video game, I guess. 
That woman is that the woman from Northern Exposure? She's gorgeous. Janine Turner, yeah, right. beautiful. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, what a beautiful, beautiful. woman! Yeah. I don't know Slide. what happened to her. Where she? I don't know where she went? No, well, she's living her best life. I'm remember, sure. that, remember that Northern Exposure theme song. <laughs> What's that show? So weird. Dumbest plot ever. Forced to go to this radio station and uh, it's an angry guy from the uh, war games who runs the Whopper or hates the Whopper. Yeah. That old guy, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. it made a career for that fucking guy, uh, John Corbett. My, John yeah. Corbett, yeah, the guy yeah. who I think yeah. is like the most like basic. Plain <laughs> actor that ever lived. I don't know how he made a career out of it, but he did, man. He there's nothing. It yeah, it did. I mean, he, my big hey, fan, Great Wedding, and yep. uh, I think he was on was Sex, was in, the Sex in the City. Yeah, yep. handsome man. Okay. Um, well, I'm not saying he's not handsome, but he's pretty plain. Pretty show also, uh, the show also gave Bonnie Vare their name, so I guess we can say thanks Isn't for that. that. No shit. Oh. Yep. The name was taken from an episode only because he thought they're saying Bonnie Vare, like Good Winter. And he thought they were saying Bon Iver anyway. So I'm confused. Bon Iver. We're, we're doing Northern Exposure next right, week. The, the band Bon Iver. Yeah. The bon Iver, that band. Well, and yeah. yes, we'll be looking yeah, for Northern <laughs> Exposure with um uh, what's that dude's name? Rob Morrow. Yeah, Rob Morrow. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh not Brennan Store. No, really in real life, we'll be with Brennan Store from the Ghost Story guys doing Cliffhanger and Dan. Hey buddy, Hi, Dan. Thanks for coming in. Good to hear good to see you. Uh, well, Rob Morrow from Quiz Show fame. Yeah, the that's lead. Right, man. Some say the lead in that movie. I don't know. Some would say John Turturro stole the movie. Let's well, talk about Herb, the other movies Herb besides Stemple? Twins. Yeah, Herb yeah. Stemple. Yeah. Talk movies other than Twins. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do a good Herb Stemple. I wish I could. That'd be great. I can't, I can't get a word out. I can only make a noise <laughs> like Herb Stemple. So. You looked like him, though. At the face now. Yeah. yeah, I definitely I saw those glasses. The, you need a longer nice. neck, too. Yeah, yeah. Last booth. All right. right, there it is. Hey, twins. Hey, what can we tell you? Shit happens. Uh, yeah, you know, right, sometimes you're leftover shit in life. That's what twins right. is. That's a movie, baby. From 2002, so I guess we got that going for it. Yeah, you keep bringing that. Is, have you seen that movie? No, I just you get... it looks so bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never saw it. All right, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for connecting with us on the Cinema Nine Podcast. This is Travis Roy, Eric Branch. I'm Michael Govier. Cinemanidepod at gmail.com. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We appreciate your time. Patreon is in the description. We will say goodbye to you now. I've only been driving for an hour. <laughs>